I've always thought that sales is a left and a right brain motion. The left side of my brain needs to collect data and facts to make objective decisions. So I think the most important decision is account selection and account prioritization. Welcome to the Making Sales Social podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Making Sales Social. I am so excited about my guest today, Jamie Shanks. I have known him for as long as I've known the term social selling, uh, probably 12 years now of engaging. And while I know him, he's the CEO of three companies. We're here to talk about one of them today, which is Pipeline Signals. They are pioneering relationship signals, a form of buying intent by finding and teaching how to leverage customers on the move as an excellent process for pipeline creation and customer success. Pipeline Signals ultimately helps customers get more at-bats. They're a done-it-for-you-and-with-you service, and their customers measure success by helping turn leads into SQLs, which is what we all want, sales, qualified leads. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled. I mean, you are definitely one of the pioneers of social selling generally. And this pipeline signals is really about leveraging data and triggers in social to help salespeople sell better. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. If you look at how we help a seller, sales professionals know that there's a few sales plays that open a lot of doors. One of them is when a happy customer ups and leaves and goes into another customer or goes into a named account they're working or goes into what's called the greenfield, which about a third to half of all the opportunities our customers find are in like-minded businesses that are not in their CRM that look just like the type of customer they'd want to go after. So that's the opportunity. But the challenge is that you ask a sales team to be able to do this at scale, and they have hundreds of customers and thousands of prospects, they just can't keep up with this intelligence. So we capture that intelligence, we route it into their CRM or deliver it in the way that they want, whether it's in their uh, sales engagement platform, or if they want it in a CSV file. And then we ensure we enable them to understand what is a signal? Why should you care? What do you do when you get a signal? so that we're turning these leads into sales qualified leads. Oh, I love that. And I'm going to dive deep into that in just a little bit. But before we do, we ask all of our guests one question, which is what does making sales social mean to you? I've always thought that sales is a left and a right brain motion. The left side of my brain needs to collect data and facts to make objective decisions. So I think the most important decision is account selection and account prioritization. So social tools allow me to find triggers or compelling events to decide, do I go after a company A versus B today, not tomorrow? So that's the left side of the brain. The right side of the brain says, okay, I need to tell a story. I need to actually, you know, sales is an engagement sport. I need to engage. Well, social, like a tool like LinkedIn, allows me to communicate with the customer in a way different than email and phone. So what social does 
is it just digitizes the very sales motion uh, every seller knows is important, but it just opens up the aperture of communication, of sales intelligence and communication. Ah, I love that. I think that's great. There is a, a term that you use often that I use often, and I probably learned it from you. I don't remember. I've been using it for so long. But it's the social proximity piece. And I, was I think just writing an article about that like a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. So to me, I mean, this is the core of everything that we teach is buyer mapping and go in as high and as warm as you possibly can and map out your pathways to the decision makers. But talk about how pipeline signals not only identifies uh, triggers in the marketplace, but can also help them use their own network to get that competitive edge. Yeah. And I'm a visual person. Now, Brenda, I never asked you, is this also a video podcast as well? It is, but, but, but also know that a lot of the listeners are listening. So I'm going to describe, but for those that are on YouTube or whatever other platform, I'll visualize it as well. So what I want you to picture, and this was a concept that I created Based on, I had a, a sales consultant company 12 years ago that was no 13, 14 years ago that was failing. And I was struggling to book opportunities for myself. And what had happened was I won one customer. And in the center of a sheet of paper, I've taken uh, a sheet of paper and I've drawn a circle in the middle and I wrote the letters VC. My very first customer was called Vision Critical. And they're a market research company. And I won that customer and did a fantastic job. But then I didn't know what to do with that story. And so here's where I think a lot of sellers fail. You win the American Airlines account or you win McDonald's. And then you sling that logo to everyone. But guess what? Very few people care about the successes or failures that are happening on or in McDonald's. But what about if you thought about vision critical and you asked yourself, who cares about this story? Well, using what's called social proximity, the idea that within one degree of separation or the sphere of influence around them, there are spider webs. As an example, somebody ups and leaves Vision Critical and goes into another business. When you tell them the story of Vision Critical, they're much more likely to care. Or imagine you are um, a full cycle account executive or a customer success manager <laughs> working with a customer and you are doing a great job together. What if you went into the social network of the people you work with within Vision Critical and reverse engineer the top three to five people or companies they know in their own social network? They're much more likely to give you that referral based on their own high social proximity than they are just if you said, introduce me to every chief revenue officer you know. They'd be like, well, I don't even know where to start. So this is the concept that when I built sales for life, I won one customer. That one customer got me three and then five. And then we ended up with 600. You know, when a sales for life is now kind of merged into pipeline signals, we had 600 global customers. And it was all primarily built on reverse engineering one customer and figuring out where people went or were interconnected to the next customer. Yeah, I love that. Um, so talk about not necessarily the the software pipeline signals, but talk about actual pipeline signals. What are some things 
in the marketplace um, that trigger, first of all, a, a, a message, you know, or trigger something to a sales person to say, oh, I can act on this. Yeah, there are five signals in the world, categorical, categorical, I think's a word, categorical signals in the world that I think every seller should pay attention to. Number one is called buying intent. Now that can come from marketing. That's a traditional way that a companies think about buying intent, but you can have buying intent at the seller level. As an example, I use video. My, my Vidyard platform tells me when somebody watches a video, opens a video. I use digital sales rooms by Vidyard. So when somebody opens my digital sales room, I'm notified. LinkedIn has something like this called SmartLink. So buying intent helps me choose account A versus B today, not tomorrow. Next category is called um, uh, product usage. Now there are tools like G2 Crowd, or there's tools like Built With that have trying to tell you, as an example, if you had a WordPress website or a Shopify website, Built With will tell you every technology that touches a company's website who uses WordPress. So if they use Crazy Egg or HubSpot, it shows you on a list who those companies are. Microsoft uses product usage all the time. They have technology to figure out the usage and utility reports of Azure, who's using more of it, less of it, who's opening up more worksheets, who's not. And they aim their targeted account list based on usage and utility. Mm -hmm. um, number three that is really important is competitive intelligence. It's the anti-Christ, anti-antithesis or whatever it's called, opposite of buying intent and the other signals I'm about to talk to you about. I'll tell you a real quick story. I was once doing a workshop and it was a team-based workshop and we were doing account selection and I saw a lady crying in the room. I couldn't figure out why, so I asked her and it turned out I was teaching her to reverse engineer customers on the move and social proximity and she had been targeting Harley Davidson for eight months only to realize that for eight months she kept getting her proposal shot down at the last minute only to figure out that the chief operating officer used to work at their direct competitor. So competitive intelligence helps you deselect and de-qualify very quickly. It's as equally as important as qualifying in. The last two are time and of course relationships. Time, executive job changes, the window of change, getting there in that first 100 days. And then the last is the sphere of influence, customers on the move, people who are interconnected to your past customer base. Those five categories are where I recommend sellers focus and say, I have an opportunity to strike now rather than later. So I'm going to focus on those accounts. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. It's right now. Wonderful. So where are the areas that you're pulling that data from? Like, so where are you listening to that data? Yeah, so my company pipeline signals uses a variety of different data sources. One that's very common is... Um, Every LinkedIn profile in the world is a public URL. There's 900 million LinkedIn profiles. 
And if you build technology that knows how to look for time changes, dates of employment, looks for job roles, looks for all this specific information, we cover two of those five categories right out of the gate delivered to you every month, which is time-based signals and relationship-based signals. We can reverse engineer all of your customers and tell you where any key contact or buyer persona has gone into other businesses. For other, for some of those other types, buying intent at the marketing level, very popular is the six cents and the bomboras and the demand bases of the world. But at our seller level, I use Vidyard for both. I use Vidyard for video to give me buying intent. I use Vidyard for digital sales rooms to tell me who's opening up my digital sales rooms. Uh, those are some of the tools you could use. Excellent. So part of your program is not just here are the signals, but here's what to do with those signals. We're a full education. We're uh, enablement as a service. So we have two existing programs with two more coming online in a next in the next month. Two are revolved around inbound uh, social selling mastery. So think of yourself as a lighthouse, not a tugboat. And you're drawing or like a magnet drawing people towards you. And the other two are outbound account-based sales development programs. And they're based on a methodology or an acronym we call SPEAR. And so we go deep down the rabbit hole of account-based sales development. So those programs run in conjunction with you receiving your signals. And we do this because when I started Pipeline Signals, I thought I was going to have two separate businesses. I thought I was going to have an education business and a do-it-for-you business. And it turns out as we gave customers their signals in the do-it-for-you business, they'd turn to us and say, this is awesome. Now what do I do? I went, right. Oh so I basically created two businesses when they should have been one. So we put them back together. I love that. Uh, you know, and and sometimes that's, you know, what it takes to to get it right. You know, you focus on the triggers and, and the signals without the education first so that you can really hone that yeah. business in. There's a chance that had you done it all together, it would have been a different baby. Um, <laughs> True. So, yeah. So sometimes it, it, it works out great like that. So account-based marketing, account, account-based sales, Many sales reps, they're given 20, 30, 50 companies to go after. Um, other companies are exploring account-based, where right now they're geographically divided or maybe industry divided. But when you go after, let's say a company comes to you and says, okay, we want to go a little more account-based. How does Pipeline Signals help us identify the right accounts? Yes. So typically what we say to them is, great. Seller A, B, and C each have 50 accounts. There's two opportunities for them. Number one, what signals provide them is you can't target all 50 today and expect great results. But there are five in each one of your seller's 50 that have what we'll call an asymmetric competitive advantage. There is a disproportionately greater opportunity for a door to open. It's basically the Chet Holmes pyramid, which means that 3 to 10% of a market is more open to change. And then the other 90% is kind of sitting on the sideline. So what do we use? We use our signals to say, if I had 50 accounts, of those 50 accounts, where are there executives that just took new roles 
that are going to force change in the business anyways. Number two, more importantly, are there any of our past customers in any of those accounts that can be the super champions? So it's it's truly an account segmentation program. Then we also challenge our customers to say 50. Could it be 52? Like, do you really need 50? Like, so the reason that's important is what we'll call the green field. What most of our customers come to realize when they start looking at signals is they are going after a geography or a vertical and their database is not complete. So they watch customers leave their customer base and go into other accounts. They go into accounts that are named, that's in their CRM, but accounts that are greenfield. And they look just like the ideal customer profile they drew up for us. You know, $100 million company in these type of industries. But for whatever reason, this company's logo just never ended up in the CRM. And we say to them, would you like to know that there's you know key stakeholders in some of these accounts. And many times those are the deals that open up and it's they're not overly targeted. They're an adjacency to a sub vertical that they never thought of and they have a champion in those accounts. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I have two more questions and then we'll, we'll start to bring this up. The first one is, well, three more questions, let's say. The first one is, how do you use signals to cross sell inside of an organization? Uh, how to use it to cross-sell. Typically, yeah. where we've been seeing signals used for cross-sell is champions going into other divisions or executive job changes in other divisions, and it allows them the compelling event to start a conversation to say, hi, we're in Volkswagen Canada. You're in Volkswagen, uh, you know, Alaska. Nebraska. Nebraska, here's here's the reason I'm reaching out. Congratulations on your new role. I imagine you're going to be invoking change. What are your top three priorities? But by the way, we're already there. If you if if these are one of your top three priorities, well, here's what we did at Volkswagen Canada. Right. So that's typically where it's used. Yeah, I love that. And and you just simply say, hey, if you'd like me to tell you a little bit about what we did up there, get you know hit the ground running with already proven with all that snow up there yeah yeah right no i love that so second to last question is i would presume that pipeline signals can help you protect your customers right from like are they shopping somewhere else or something like that so how can that help how can pipeline you know every time i launch a product over the last 12 years i always say to myself this would be great for both net new sales and also existing customers. But ironically, so few companies use it for protecting their customer. But let's think about this logically. For every, so I'm holding a Yeti water bottle right now. Yeti is your happy customer. A key stakeholder in operations or customer success, what have you, ups and leaves Yeti. Well, that just left a giant hole. And there are other signals that we can mine for you. Uh, we can track every company that's posted a, a, a job alert. So it proactively, uh, the ultimate leading indicator will tell you who they're about to hire. Then somebody leaves that company. So your CSM is void of a relationship. Number three, somebody's eventually going to get hired there. The question is, are they a friend or a foe? Did they come from an existing customer? Are they neutral? Or did they come employed 
previously from a competitor of uh, or a company that uses a competitor of yours. So all of this human capital migration tells a story. Now, it's just, it's unfortunate that a lot of our customers don't see it that way. And I don't know what it is about the CSM world. I have always felt that customer success is woefully behind on both education and tools in comparison to their net new brethren. But um, it's it's very logical that it's the same human capital migration. Just what do you do with that intelligence? So that's fantastic. And one of the things that pops in my head when you say this is we could even reach out to the hiring manager and say, hey, look, I work with lots of people like the people you're looking for. Feel free to look through my network if there's anyone you'd like an introduction to. Yes. And now we can influence who's getting seated in that position. That would That's the ultimate leading indicator. You yeah. put in there. <laughs> At least you're building loyalty with the hiring manager too. Yeah. So interesting. I love all this. Okay, my final question is what question did I not ask you that I should have? I don't know. Uh, you know, you asked some great questions. I, I never oh, thought. Thanks. Yeah, I, I there's none that are that are void here. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll ask you the question: How can folks get a hold of you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Jamie Shanks. Uh, you'll see Pipeline Signals as uh, I'm the CEO. Also, if you go on to PipelineSignals.com, go to contact us. You can book a call with me personally. Um, just contact sales and happy to talk account-based sales development best practices. And if you're wondering our, our ideal type of customer, uh, we love helping specifically account executives who have what we'll call a quota gap, meaning the account executives have a million dollar target each. And there's a tailwind that comes behind them from marketing leads to channel leads. But it's quite evident that whatever that tailwind in tailwind is, it's not enough to supply them to 100% quota attainment. So that means the account executive, the onus is on them to self-source their own opportunities. And this is a big void in the market. A lot of account executives either don't want to do it, can't do it, forget how to do it. They need their engine reinvigorated and built, rebuilding their prospecting muscle. And that's where we focus. I love it. Well, I had so much fun learning about Pipeline Signals, not just the company, but literally Pipeline Signals. Mm -hmm. So this was this is very informative and I appreciate it. And I'm sure the listeners will have gotten tons of value. So to everyone listening, when you are out and about, don't forget to make your sales social. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.